Hey everyone, welcome to Nam Watch Review, where we discuss a important moment in a major form of entertainment movie discussion, or let's say, ooh, I gotta step back a little bit, I apologize. Let's go ahead and redo that intro. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry guys. So, hi everyone, welcome to Nam Watch Review, where we dis discuss the latest milestone in film or entertainment. I am your host, Alejandro Cowie, and today, just to let you know, I'm joining a little bit of traditional style New York meatballs going into a great New York slice of pizza and some wings. But you know what? Enough about my whole hoarding amount of delicious food. Let's introduce you to our guest. We have Kenji. How are you? Good to be back. Thanks so much for having me again. Uh, uh, as you can see, I'm a big fan, so good to be yes. here. <laughs> Looking good. And what are you eating today, buddy? Um, well, I ended up uh, eating a little bit earlier, but tonight I'm thinking about making myself some uh, something called a, this uh, this uh, demon slayer uh, Japanese uh, thing my mom brought me from Japan. It looks delicious. Yeah. You put it on your rice. Um, it looks delicious. I think it's like egg. It's for, it's for chicken and egg, so it's like it's gonna be delicious. It's awesome. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm a little envious. That I'm demon slayer too. Oh, that's another story. Another story. Hello, Carla. Hey, what's up, you guys? Thanks for having me again. Um, I'm a great fan. I can't wait to get into it, and I'll be enjoying water from my hey. tap. <laughs> no, and... not sponsored. Gum. Nice. <laughs> okay, okay. So let's hydrate, night hydrate, and keep your mint, you know, minty fresh. I like that. I, I dig that. I dig that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, but now hold I'm on. blurry. I, I, I got it. It was nice. That was refreshing. I appreciate that. I need... <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I'm lame. All right. To the man, the myth, the legend himself. Hello, Joe. How are you doing, my friend? Hello. Very nice to be back. I am a huge Spider-Man fan, and I have been since I was probably like two or three years old. Uh, oh. I am drinking Monster to stay awake because mm. I'm very tired, and I forgot <laughs> food, so... I grabbed whatever was within arm's reach, which is some trip mix that was on the shelf back here. So that is dependable. I'm enjoying tonight. <laughs> I like that. I dig that. By the way, I love your shirt, man. And I, I'm going to be every now and then. I've actually had this for about 20 years. Oh, That's wow. awesome, man. Great condition. Yeah. Whoa. Joe's be like, Alejandro, it gets eyes. worn very rarely. My eyes, okay? Yeah. <laughs> what an honor. <laughs> Hey, that's a different. Wow. Okay, it's a different part. We gotta wait till we get past like like twelve o'clock or something for that kind of thing. Be careful. <laughs> All right, guys. So, um, you know, I, I see a lot of excitement from you guys here. I, I love the fact representation. I see all the Spider Man, you know, from the swag to the background to just everything. It's great. Um, so I'm gonna start off with actually wanting to know uh, where, like, when's the first time you were introduced to this film, and the feelings that it hit you when it was attached to it when you've actually seen it then. Um, I'm going to go ahead and reach out to Carla because I see a little excitement there too as well. Um, go ahead, start us off, please. Oh, 2002. Well, it was released in DVD and I just uh, remember my dad building up this entire uh, surround system, like a, uh, a, what is an entertainment system? Yeah, yeah. And, and the first, and we, he got a DVD and the first movie we bought was Spider-Man. I remember just like, finally sitting down with my family, with my brothers and watching it and just being amazed. Like all the feels were, and ever since we start, we watched the movie, it's been like my family's favorite superhero. So we, you know, we referenced it a lot growing up and um, whenever I watch it, 
it brings me back to that same moment. So most of uh, my scoring has to do with the sentimental value I've attached totally. to this movie, obviously. So that was, it's, it holds a special place in my heart. Ah, nothing wrong. Ah, oh, we got to talk about this one. Oh man. Okay. I dig it. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Uh, Joe, I want to go to you, my friend. How about with you? What What is, uh, um, when you first saw this movie and an attachment to it? I'm sorry. Go on. Didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, you're fine. Uh, yeah, so Spider-Man has always been my favorite comic character since I was little, little, little. You know, I had this little stocking cap I put on that I drew <laughs> eyes on. And I actually had the toys. They were little wrist things that went on. It had like a dart with a string attached to them. And you had yeah. like this little green goblin and Dr. Octopus little cutouts that you could put up on the shelf and you shoot these little darts at them. Dude, what? I played with that thing. I, I was probably five or six years old. So Spider-Man's always been a part of my life. Um, when I heard that this movie was coming out, uh, I was super excited. There hadn't really been a whole lot of good comic book movies. I think, I think before that, I had seen Blade and maybe Spawn, like the old Punisher. You know, some of the yeah. stuff that wasn't really that great. You know, it, they it had been made into a Hollywood movie rather than more of a comic book movie. Yes. So I didn't really have high hopes for it, but uh, yeah, dude, it's to me. I'm, I'm sure we'll get into it later, but yeah, Tobey Maguire is my Spider-Man. All Tom right, Holland's right. great. Andrew Garfield's great in his own way, but Tobey Maguire is my Spider-Man. <laughs> Not just because he's, he's just... the first. He's just, he's my guy. Right on, right on. Well, before I go into Kenji and, and my uh, our, our two stories on the opinions, I want to go ahead and hit with the comments here real quick so we don't leave out the awesome guests we have here too as well. Audience, so Q, what's up? Q, the man, the myth, and legend. We always love to see you, buddy. Uh, he says, Q in this house. He was my rating for this movie is a five out of five. Um, we have, I believe it's uh, Karushi. Please forgive me if I butcher the name there. This is Go Spider-Man. Uh, Q, the first film definitely kicks ass. Lots of action and the <laughs> acting was good. And the origin story was perfect. Also, Christine Dunst was easy on the eyes. Uh, Christine, uh, sorry, Christine Dunst was easy on the eyes. I apologize on that, guys. Um, was easy on the eyes and was perfect as Mary Jane. Um, Eva messes a hey, my rating is four out of five for this movie. So there's like a lot, a lot of love for this movie. So that's always a good thing. Uh, Kenji, I'm going to go ahead and let you go ahead and, and tell us when you first saw this film and what your emotional attachment to it so far. So this movie was essentially kind of like on the heels of like the, the, the X-Men movies. So like as a kid, I was just like, oh man, we're getting more of these movies. And of course, like for me, Spider-Man was my superhero growing up as because he was out of all the superheroes, he was the one that you could kind of see yourself being because he was a kid. He had the same kind of problems you did, like being late for school, you know, things like that. So it, I, I really like love that I could identify with him. And of course, sure enough, when 2002 rolled around, like, you know, my dad was like, we're going to go see Spider-Man uh, this weekend. And of course, it was opening weekend. I was like, yes, we're going to go see it. Mm -hmm. I was like one of the first kids in my class that got to see it. So. Like, <laughs> There was like some bragging rights about it too. I was like, I already. Me and Joe it. just. <laughs> me and Joe just we like both saw what? That piece of pizza and we're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. I'm, I apologize. He's telling us a story, and I totally interrupted you with this massive slap. Right. I'm sorry. It looks delicious, I'm by the way. I'm sitting there. I'm just like, yeah, it's totally it's like as big as your head. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. Me and Joe were like, this thing what? Is. That, that is a true New York style pizza for sure. Oh, I apologize for interrupting your story about having the freaking, Careful like, oh my God. I right, will do this one more time so we don't distract people. Ow. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, please. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> but, but yeah, as I was saying, like, it was, it was opening weekend. We got, I got to, you know, I got to see the movie and 
it was just a fun, it was a great fun time. You know, there was some things that they changed, which, you know, like at the time as a kid, I was like, but now, you know, growing up, <laughs> now that we're older, we're like, no, it actually, it ultimately kind of worked out in its own way. So like, but yeah, I absolutely just adored the movie. It was cool. It was, yeah, because Spider-Man is just a character that you could always see yourself being in the shoes of in a way. So that's why I love cool. it. So, and this movie did a great job capturing that too. Right on, right on. You know, see, I, I'm what makes me excited about this is uh, knowing the fact that you guys have kept up with, you know, the comics in a sense or, you know, or being really related to character. Because honestly, I was kind of blindsided by the movie. And uh, given that I want to make sure that we reiterate a backpedal and get the, the popcorn bucket ratings from you guys uh, individually by this. And we'll go into that a little later, too, as well. Um, but, yeah, it was the first introduction I would ever have to say that I fully got to experience or watch Spider-Man because I had a comic. I got the comics from the uh, actual, um, yeah, okay. I had, I, I had the comic and I actually got the the uh, comics from the local, uh, I'm trying to think a local um, flea market. And I was just getting into it, trying to figure out what I like. And I didn't read it yet, but it was Spider-Man versus Wolverine and or the introduction of them, being, or, uh, them being introduced to each other. So to be honest with you, it's one of those things where now I'm like, okay, cool. I'm really, really interested, but I'm not too sure. So when the film came out in 2002, uh, fast forward, now here I am like preteen to teenager. I'm like, oh my God. So when I saw it on screen, it was like, okay, this is what everybody's hyping about. This is what a superhero looks like. You know, I can see why the comics are so great and the introduction to it. So that essentially was my thing. And I believe Joe, you mentioned that this and Blade was my like permanent, okay, here, this is introduction yeah. to Marvel. This is what a comic book should be. So that was always like a big, big thing for me. But before we go ahead and I digress into that, I want to make sure we touch the points that a lot of you guys were about to make, but you held back a little bit. So I appreciate that. Um, on here, uh, going in here, let's go ahead and make sure I touch this so I won't forget about this. Uh, Kenji, what is your rating on popcorn buckets, my friend? So out of five popcorn buckets, I give it a four. Fantastic. Okay. And Joe, yourself? I'm going to give my rating, but I have to give a qualifier. Okay. I give it a, f when I first saw the movie, five out of five. 100%. I didn't think it could be any better. The second one came out and it was a little bit better. Okay. So if, okay. if five is the best, okay. then the second one has to be a five. So that means the first one can't be a five. So it goes down to a four. Uh, <laughs> like a four and a half. I got okay. I follow. Okay. I follow. Okay. 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 That makes sense. Tyler, how about you? Uh, five. Five. I fell okay. in love. I'm still okay. in love. Listen, the feels that I got, five. That's it. Okay. Okay. Five. I I'm will passionate stick. about it. <laughs> I like that. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and we'll go into defending our ratings uh, continuous. Also, for viewers that happen to be new, our ratings can change at the end. Uh, let's see if the you know defense and uh, you know holds up. But by all means, I, I'm really hyped about this. Uh, right now, I'm four out of five. Only reason being is because I wish. I, I, I want to say five out of five, but I'm scared that it's nostalgia and I'm scared the fact that I didn't really know too much about Spider-Man at the time being. So once again, I'm not calling this a bad film. I just for everything in the call, I go up, it's going to stay a four out of five right now. But to start this discussion even further, let's go ahead and talk about storyline in general. Uh, let's go what, what how the storyline held up in the film uh, and compared to your expectations and still 
and how does it still hold up today? Uh, let's go ahead, and I'm going to go ahead and go over to Kenji because I really interrupted you earlier with my huge pizza slice spice. So please, <laughs> sir, forgive me on that. I forgive you. It delicious. Well, as far as the storyline goes, like, obviously, like, I mean, they took some liberties with this so that it works for a movie. Like, they took out, I mean, one of the things that I had a big grip about yeah. was, like, like, how his powers worked. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of had, they changed some things, which I kind of didn't really see eye to eye with. But of course, now, 20 years down the road, I, I absolutely love it. It's like, oh, no, 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 it's great. But <laughs> I mean, but I mean, obviously, uh, also as a, you know, growing up reading the comic books, I was always used to the Gwen character being the one that was involved with, all, with the Green Goblin and the Peter during that situation. Mm-hmm. So like, to see MJ was interesting. But overall, I thought it was an amazing storyline like i thought it was really fleshed out despite it being like a 2000s movie like it still really holds up well and oh, i feel like that's something to say about the fact that you know it's not it certainly knows the visual effects uh but it was you know and that really comes down to you know like the performance and the story and it was just it was it was solid and ultimately you know that's that's what that's why we love it still to this day heck yeah yeah storylines are always uh, you Good point. They are always a huge foundation for a lot of opinions, for sure. Uh, Carla, your opinion on Scarlet, what would you think? Uh, opinion piece. <clears throat> uh, from the first time that I watched it until now, I realized like, oh, this is about Mary Jane. Like, it's about a girl. Like, everything that drives them to become Spider-Man, in a sense, was to um, uh, appeal to her. You know, he, he answers the contest because of the girl and then after that that was the pivotal like oh trying to get revenge and all that kind of stuff and um and maybe that was like not as strong as i was like oh this is just like uh coming i don't know i'm i'm like wording it horribly but okay if uh, you gotcha keep going we, we're still with you it's right. not like superhero defend the world until yeah. later on and and then and I guess that's you're saying his motivation is like love, like essentially, right? That, that yes. being, you know, that thing it's it's motivated by something that heartfelt. Well, right? he it, it's like a whole trajectory from start to beginning. He's like a boy. He wants to get the girl's attention, but obviously, it's not all about that. He uh, he realizes that with great power. Oh my god! I think I just got it. I just. <laughs> 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 oh, it's not about MJ. Oh, oh no! Oh, no. Still, um, no, I got it. It plays out well. It's a simple enough um, storyline uh, that it's easy to follow, and anyone who might have not liked Spider-Man before, if they watch this for the first time, they're like, "Ah, okay, I can see it." That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, cool. No, there's nothing wrong with it. Excellent, uh, Joe. Before I go into your and I opinion real quick, here I'm going to talk in the comments real quick. Uh, let's see here, Evan mentions that I love William Defoe as the evil i saw the 90s cartoon which was it was okay same as the second one it's five out of five for me too um going to additional comments here uh let's see here uh, q says my dad got me into comics he uh he read both dc and marvel but he liked marvel more because one of his favorite artists for marvel was steve uh is it Ditko? Ditko, thank you uh he was also a big fan of jack kirby right on excellent um, Joe, I'm going to go ahead and hop to you, my friend. Uh, uh storyline? Yes, sir. Um, you know, I really do like the storyline. It feels very comic booky. It's not, it's not one particular storyline. Uh-huh. It draws a little bit from 
you know, a lot, a lot of different eras and a lot of different comics, you know, Ultimate Spider-Man's Spectacular Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man. Um, I will be the first to actually come out and say I wasn't a fan of the organic webbing in the beginning. The <laughs> fact that he did not have web shooters. Yeah. I, no. I remember them saying it was because they felt that was a little too unbelievable for a high school kid to have this military grade invention, tensile uh -huh. strength of, of steel that he just came up with in his garage. Yeah. And I get that. That was fine. Uh, I wasn't a fan of the organic webbing. I really love that in the new movie, they addressed that. And it is just an alternate universe thing. Yeah. You know, they actually talk about it. So I'm totally fine with it now. Totally fine with it now. Yeah. But, right on. Uh, yeah, I, I really did like the storyline. I like the storyline a lot. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, once again, uh, newbie coming in here. Uh, <laughs> on the storyline, I, in regards to the film, I just thought it was very classic. Um, a good way to keep attention. It was simple, yet as all three of you mentioned, there seemed to be a little bits of here and there to keep your interest in other characters that I thought it was delivered pretty well. Uh, to me, as at that age, uh, Kenji, you mentioned before, you'd be re very relatable to this character or, you know, uh, as he goes on in life and it be who he is. I, it just, just from the whole boom, super duper, what, what do you call it? Uh, <laughs> he hit puberty super fast. <laughs> Getting back <laughs> into the storyline to being motivated by love in the first place to, uh, you know, we'll go into more of it into the fighting scene in the cafeteria. I mean, all these little, little things is here to me as it, like at that time of day and age, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. This is, this is what I want to live. You know, you know that kind of thing, you know? And I always thought, it was very, very wholesome. The, the storyline, and I think, I think you know, Stan has said it many times. The the point of of this character was to be relate to the average youth to be out there. To, you know, the life mm -hmm. is scary. So, I, I, you know, uh, and Joe, I, I was um, when you mentioned that it was a little bit of a little bit of everything, a little in part different comics uh, and, and approaches to the storyline mm -hmm. for you know here and there. I just discovered that out last week. I had no idea. I was because, like I said, I'm. I'm new. I'm a huge newbie when it comes to comics, but I'm a huge yeah. fan of them on screen. So I get these opportunities to when a movie is highlighted, I can be, oh, I get greedy. I'll go ahead and like get to you know gobble all the comic book information I can. And and honestly, I was nerding out. I was like, you got to be kidding me! I didn't know that you know they literally just you know put parts and pieces together. I just felt yeah. like it was a very smooth transition of story delivery. So I definitely have to agree with you there on that for sure. Um, let's go on to the next thing here. Um, and excuse me, I want to make sure I got this outline correct. Uh, so uh, directing wise, uh, I believe, let's go ahead and talk to uh, Joe. I know we just talked to you a little bit, but I, I have a feeling you're going to have a good oh, opinion fine. on this. Uh, for the directing yeah, Sam of the uh, of course I do. <laughs> how, how, I was gonna say, what's your opinion of directing? Do you believe, you know, obviously I know you had a great opinion of the film itself, uh, but it was directing part of the reason. Uh, well, I'm a huge Sam Raimi fan in general, just because I'm a, I'm a horror lover. So, I mean, even from Evil yeah, Dead, yeah, Army yeah. of Darkness, you know, Drag Me to Hell, you know, I love Sam uh -huh. Raimi. So, Drag Me to Hell, so I mean, good. I, I already had a, a, an affinity for his directorial style. You know, his little Easter eggs, you know, Bruce Campbell being in everything he uh -huh. does, his fucking <laughs> car, his, his car being in everything he does, you know. He's always in everything. Just, just the way he directs it. I've always been a fan of how he directed things, and without going over the top. That's what, one of the reasons I'm really excited to see uh, the new Doctor Strange. I've heard that it's a very Raimi movie mm. and I'm super excited to see that happen. But uh, yeah, I love Sam Raimi. So there's nothing I can say bad about how the movie was directed. You know, I, I love every minute of it. Right on, right on. Okay, Ken, do you want to shoot over to you, my friend? What's your opinion with the directing and the style? Um, I feel like 
th this movie as a whole was, was the one of the first movies that got me as a kid to really notice like the directing of a film like what really what the what the director does in a film like i really got involved with the uh, the making of dvd of this and i i loved watching all the interviews with with sam raimi and how he would ex how to ex how to explain this thing i love that like <clears throat> when they're interviewing the cast it's like uh like toby was like i don't think i read a comic book prior to casting kirsten dunce was like do i look like someone that read comic books when i was a kid absolutely not and then it goes to sam raimi he's like yeah i was reading those comic books ever since i was a little kid you know and like i had <laughs> i had painted on the wall and it's like he's like it's like he was like first of all he was already so perfect you know with the right mindset and the, the love for the character that that this movie needed so that was great but also like it really did help me like introduce me to his other body of work like evil dead and i really do think he has a unique like vision and a unique style like he he's able to like find something that's inherently evil and dark but he's still able to find like but you gotta admit this is also kind of ridiculous and hilarious at the same time <laughs> and like the fact that he's able to do that whoa my camera <laughs> the fact that he's able to do that is just um has that ability is like i think is phenomenal he has a great i think he has a great vision and like you know like joe was saying like i'm excited for this doctor strange movie because Raimi directed it like i mean he's excited to see how he does things i'm personally like where's the buick where's the buick <laughs> yeah exactly oh my god that's true that's true hashtag where's the buick hashtag where's the buick <laughs> Right on. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, Carl, I'm going to shoot up to you. What is your opinion? So I believe that this would be my first Sam Raimi movie because I was, uh, I just turned nine years old when uh, Spider-Man came out. Yeah, so baby. I wasn't really old enough to watch Evil Dead or, you know, I, I, I just wasn't. <clears throat> but uh, after I loved it, I was like, who is this? He does scary movies. And then I grew to know his style. And looking back at Spider-Man, some of these uh, choices were a little like over the top, you know, when um, uh, Peter is thinking about getting Mary Jane. And so there's like car, costume idea, all overlapping each other. And you're like, oh, that can't be a shit. I love it. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, I wasn't, I didn't think so that back, uh, back then, um, but I loved it. I think it's, it's great. For it to be done like that, I'm glad that he did it. And the fact that he's coming back to the MCU is, it's even better. So right no on. complaints there. Excellent. Um, I can't, I, I'll be honest with you. Like I said, I'm <laughs> this is one of the areas I'm unexperienced in. Uh, but the funny thing about it is, is uh, I'm gonna come out and say it. I didn't realize he was the director of Time Cop, and I am into that cheesy movie and Van Damme. Oh yeah, I was like, I'm ready to go, man. I was like, oh my god. So the fact that he was in Time Cop, the fact that he was going into things like Don't Breathe. I mean, like all the Evil Dead things you were mentioning before, Joe. I, I like. I, there's a lot of movies that I have obsessed over and watched repeatedly for like months and then forgotten. But the fact that he was the director makes so much sense. On that note, yes, I do believe a lot of things were overdone or campy-ish, but the way he did them made him so believable. Or made him like, oh, that was that, I liked it. Or like, you know, that's great. You know, it's one of those <laughs> things where, uh, Kenji, you mentioned out right off the bat, you're like, oh, how horrible dark, but this is kind of funny. And then you know, the fact that every freaking movie you have mentioned, there's some form of, let's say, 
grotesque or over the top like attachment, but it's delivered so well, or it's just hilarious in a sense when you see it. So, I mean, honestly, going back to it being someone that's unfamiliar, if you if you were to told me that was who directed right off the bat, I'm I, okay, cool. I wouldn't mm -hmm. thought about it, but if you told me what he directed movie wise, I'm like, yeah, I feel immediately fanboying over it. So, you know, I you know I, I do like a lot of Marvel references. I'm huge into a lot of Marvel characters uh, now, but the fact that, you know, seeing what he's directed in the past and now that he's going to the new Doctor Strange film, okay. Yeah. I might want to jump at that movie a lot sooner than I thought. So you guys enlighten me a little bit. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, okay, we have to start off this. I'm going to definitely start with you on this, Joe, casting my friend. Oh my God, before I start fanboying, what did you think about the casting? Um, I, well, like I said earlier, Tobey Maguire is my Spider-Man. He's, he's, you know, he's just enough sarcastic in the suit, cocky in the suit, which kind of like makes, you know, I can relate to that because when I cosplay <laughs> and I wear a mask, I can be cocky as hell, but otherwise I'm just kind of like nerdy little dude. It's the exact same thing, you know, he's this nerdy little school kid but when he puts a suit on he can be a smart ass you know because nobody totally. can see his face uh yeah, yeah. I, I totally love that willem dafoe obviously for green uh -huh. goblin i wasn't a fan of the suit because it's okay. just so different than what the comic suit looks like you know because it's armor and it's a helmet yeah. rather than like yeah. a mask but it, it, that would be that would have been hard to do in a movie so i kind of forgave them for that uh i don't really like kirsten kristen kirsten kirsten yeah because yeah. kirsten dunst <laughs> As uh, as MJ, but you know, it is what it is. Producer and Steph agrees with that's me. That's when I first watched it. Now looking back, you know, she's MJ. There's it's just you know, but that's like a nostalgia thing. Yeah, uh, I wasn't a fan of her casting in the beginning, but I'm okay with it now. Okay. I have a question. Okay. Yeah. Joe, yes. who would you have cast for MJ back then? I'm curious. I'll... Well, let's I see. Know, that would have been. I'm interested. I'll let you think about it. Yeah. 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 I'm trying okay, to think of who okay. would have been the appropriate age in 2002. Here, here, well, well, here, Joe, think about that. Yeah, let me Carla. think about that. I'm curious, cause like uh, from somebody like cast-wise for you, what do you think about the casting? How was it? Was there anybody that stuck up the most? Obviously, you know, when it comes to character Spider-Man, but was there anybody else that would really catch your eye particularly? Uh, no, right off the bat, Toby. He like seeing him uh -huh. was like, pushing me into a pool of puberty. I was like, oh, oh, that is a man. Whatever that is, I am here for it. That, oh, yes. Mm -hmm. And then growing up and then watching it again, I saw Kristen and when it, the, you know, the, the, the rainfall scene. Yeah. So the people that they yeah. were doing with that see-through shirt, they know what they were doing. So um, casting her, I agree. Willem, like, how scary so uh he was a scary human being when i first saw him so i'm like oh he's good he's scary yeah. he looks like a psycho um i have no objections uh um james franco was kind of an odd choice because okay. i never saw him as that serious kind of character i forgot about him yeah, he was an kind unknown of kind of to, me. to me it was Which weird I'll, seeing him in funny things afterwards. i would have go to yeah, yeah, after, after Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's right. He wasn't. He was a major comedic figure, wasn't he? 
essentially you know, essentially you know, yeah. can he just also do freaks and geeks at that point i was about yeah. to i was at that i was kenji question yes and and also what do you think in, in casting in general starting off with if you want with james franco but yes i believe freaks and geeks he was uh that was his was it kind of like a, not necessarily a starting point but a major yeah. also it my was, favorite ad may yes that's my favorite ad may this oh that's a, sweet. that's it <laughs> so <laughs> i'm sorry i didn't mean to skip over you carla <laughs> No, 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 you did it. I was like, but at me, that's this movie holds my favorite at me. Oh, for sure. It's Rosemary Harris, I think, as yes. uh, Aunt May. Yeah, she was a, I think she was a phenomenal, you know, Aunt, you know, Aunt May. And of course, obviously, we ended up having that whole bit Aunt May Benjamin buttoning through the MCU. But, um, <laughs> but, but I will say that um, at the time as a kid, like, the only issues that I used to have, and it's still kind of an issue now, is that it, I mean, Toby was like what thirty when he did the movie, <laughs> and so he was supposed to be like a no, he was twenty-seven or twenty-eight, I believe. That's still ten years my... older than a high school kid is the point. <laughs> and that was like, and like, and one of the and the, one of the biggest scenes that made it apparent to me was, and it took me out of the film ever so slightly, was when he first. When it's the second time he misses the bus and the thing sticks the banner sticks to his hand and he rips it off he has the worst five o'clock shadow that i've ever seen in my entire life and like like even i was like as a kid going he's really old and has a really thick beard but but other than that like i like but also i thought he was i thought he was a great peter parker like like and that's the thing. Like I, I can go through this whole thing about the thing. Is like I think that Tobey Maguire was a great Peter Parker. I wasn't sure about his Spider Man. Andrew Garfield not a great Peter Parker. Thought his Spider Man was great. Tom Holland's a nice little in the middle. You know he's like little Goldilocks and the Three Bears moment. But like, but uh, but as far as like Peter Parker was concerned, like I thought he understood the character phenomenally and he did a great job. Willem Dafoe, what a tour de force in acting, Mike. God, what an amazing, what an amazing actor! And I, I will say, I really wish they'd gone with the old animatronic, with the animatronic mask that they had, the mm -hmm. constant yeah. that they had oh, yeah, the with, because it really would have shown off his acting range a lot more. Because I, I hated that they put him in that tin can because he has such amazing range. Like the, the scene with the mirror, just amazing. Like I thought everyone just, I thought everyone was great. Like. Uh, Kirsten Dunst, uh, I, I just remembered her from Jumanji. So as a kid, I was like, oh, the girl from Jumanji. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, was, so for me, I was like, that's the face I recognize. <laughs> so, right on. But so like, I thought the cast, but you know, but overall though, like, I mean, I don't think anybody could really look back and I don't know who else I would have cast really back then. Like even- yeah, I can't think of anybody. I, I can't think of what would have been appropriate. <laughs> at that time right now it's 20 years what, ago i can't even I, he, I, I know that I know that, uh, I know that james franco had originally auditioned for peter parker yes and so did leonardo dicaprio at one point apparently yeah mm -hmm. so yeah but and you know that that that's the thing too as well I, we, you know coming into this now thinking about it no the reason why I, said I wanted to get you guys opinion before i fanboy over this maybe it's nostalgia but my thing was toby Maguire. that was my first introduction to toby Maguire ever i had no idea who this person was and now he came across the screen and i thought he was very believable uh kristen dunce uh i had the hugest crush on her ever since interview with the vampire when she's mm -hmm. a psychotic killing young immortal living younging so when it came to her i was around the same age and i was like ha she's a hottie so for the longest time, I had—I guess it was more of like this that concept. William Defoe, I recognized him from going into 
um, oh my God, uh, the Boondock Saints. I, I, when it came to Boondock yeah. Saints, he was, uh, he was my chaotic form of justice. So having him <laughs> to be a chaotic form of any, you know, tour de force was like, okay, this is him who he is in general. Uh, James Franco, I, my thing with him was I remembered him from rom-coms. I was always like, okay, cool. Like he's the guy that's there. <laughs> and I was like, all right, rom-com guy. And I just thought it was kind of just natural for him being that one person to have a crush on the same girl he did eventually in the long run. Not saying it was evident in the film per se, but to me, I just felt like it was gonna come around, you know, come across, you know, come across pretty quickly. Um, I will say though, I have to mention, like you said, I wasn't gonna mention uh, Aunt May, but she was perfect by the way, Carla. So you're totally accurate on that. But I want that to say all day long that my big things with these film were J.K. Simmons and a little bit of Joe oh, yeah. Joe going and you know being Flash Thompson. Uh, it, it's just that to me, those two men didn't have much lines per se. They had lines, but not much lines per se, but it was like a smack in the face seeing them. I just cannot think of other characters who I relate with with comic book or associated characters that I would consider minor characters that I associate immediately with the actor. Um, and like I said, they're just minor roles, but to me, the whole cast, I, I, I felt as if it was just like some characters or some actors I didn't even know of until I watched the film. So I guess I would say who else I would cast, I can't really say anything per se, because at that time, my mind was so infatuated with what, what the characters were. These, This is my Spider-Man, this is my Green Goblin. These are, I can't think of any other, you know, any other character per se. So I, I guess that I would have to say, Everybody else the cast, but um, yeah, maybe it's just my nostalgia. So I, I still gonna have to go and say casting still five out of five. You know, I'm not the biggest fan of Franco right now, but I, I mean, I cannot <laughs> deny him at, at, at that character time being. So, um, but let's go ahead and make sure I don't digress too much in my nostalgia. And we're going into let's say I mean to me, um, I'm gonna start off and say the acting in this was at the time, in my opinion, different. Now thinking about it and seeing it, I will say it, I, I still say it's a little cheesy, a little campy, but once again, thanks to directing and the delivery, I, I don't think the film would be the same without it. I mean, I like the cheesy looks. I like the direct camera concept. I like the, you know, looking from the distant ominously, like, oh, I'm gonna get you. I, I, to me, it was that, that was me. I, I enjoyed it's it. Comic um, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I felt that it was, you know, in my opinion, you have, and a lot of, it's not just mine, of course, but you have stage acting, theater acting, and movie acting. And I felt as if this was almost a great combination to explain what comic books are and how they relate to life and yet bring them out a little bit larger than life. Because we read them larger than life as a kid. So seeing this film be very, very, I guess, animated to me was like, great. But before I ramble into it, uh, Carla, what, what did you think? yourself when it came to the acting, the acting character. Oh, the acting? What, what, yeah. I thought it was beautiful. When I saw Tobey Maguire cry when Uncle Ben died, I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> he is hurting. Oh, I felt yeah. it in my core. Um, uh, Kristen, when uh, this one that sticks out to me, when her boss is um, telling her that her register was short that she was short and she's like okay Enrique I get you uh I thought that was funny like I, and there was some moment of um authenticity in what they were saying at some point it was a little uh over overacting but or yeah. just plain cheesy you know the famous line I'm somewhat of a scientist myself I was like people don't really say that but uh I liked it I liked it loved yeah. it 
I love it. Excellent. All right. All right. Like you said, without it, it wouldn't be what it is. So. Yeah. Yeah. Still stand pretty hard by that comment. (laughs) Uh, Joe, what's your opinion, my friend? Um, it was a little bit over the top, but I think it was appropriate. Like I was saying, it, it felt more like a comic book. Up until then, most comic book movies I had seen, you know, the old Punisher with Dolph Lundgren, The Crow, oh you know, God. Blade, yeah. oh, All these comic book movies were like dark and they were R-rated yes. and were yeah. dismal and, you know, dimly lit and it was always raining and, you know, they're almost all like that. <laughs> this one felt more like a comic book. It was brightly lit, it was colorful. You know, the lines were ridiculously over the top, which that's how comic books are written. So it was the first comic book movie that I can remember actually feeling like a comic book. So I'm, I'm yeah, totally definitely. for it. It was over the top, but I think it was appropriate. <laughs> yeah, right on, right on. Kenji. Um, I'm right there. You know, it's like, you, I mean, you're not going to get Hamlet really when you see this, you know, like it's not going to be like the most amazing uh, performance that you're going to ever see ever. But with that being said, though, the performances that we got worked and attributed really well to the world that Sam Raimi was trying to convey to us. And that is the fact that it's kind of like this over the top, kind of campy, and then sometimes downright goofy world. So like, I actually, you know, so it's like as uh, individually, they're not fantastic. But when you look at the overall, like the the greater picture, it works beautifully. Like, it's like puddle scum. Like if you look right up to it, it looks really gross. But when you see the whole pond and the forest for what it is, you know, you realize it's a detail that requires it for the beauty. Dig that. I didn't expect that comparison, man. Yeah. That was sick. Yeah, like that I feel like it was like the first comic book movie that was made <laughs> for comic book fans rather than a comic book story oh. that was adapted for movie fans. You know, where they try to take okay, the campiness yeah. and comic book out of it. Yeah. Some of those other movies so that yeah. a, a, a mainstream audience would enjoy it. I think this one, I, it was, it was an, it came late enough that the fans of the actual comic book were old enough to enjoy it. So I think it was one of the first ones that was made for comic book fans. And I think it kind of paved the way for the Avengers and X-Men and Fantastic Four and everything that just got bright and colorful and campy and Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, you hit it. You hit the nail on the head, Joe. You I mean think about it? Like the other movies, the CGI attempts, the practical effects, those typically can't be accomplished if someone doesn't take the attempt first to do something or to go ahead and because, like, if you think about it, it was made for comic book fans, just like you said. But in in the regard of the fact that yes, it had to be attempted this way with a practical effect. Now we know what it looks like, you know, that yeah. and not only do we enjoy that, but at the same time, because I mean, to me, there's a lot of things that I like in regards to the cafeteria fight. I, I still thought it was awesome the way he caught everything on the tray. That I was practical. Anybody. Did you hear that? Yes. That's he, the crazy he actually thing. had to keep doing that over and over until yes. it actually yeah. worked. Was no what was the number? It was like, guy, you, as a background actor, I would have just been driven nuts. <laughs> You're telling me that I'm on set? 14 fucking hours because we have to fucking catch each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's no joke too, man. I mean, sometimes you hit like 17 hours, 18 hours in set. So to know, and that's just like for stuff that's not practical effects when you're just filming things just to go ahead and get filler. The fact that they had to do something that practical Dang, that many times, <laughs> that is just insane. Oh my God. Uh, before I cut to yeah. uh, another uh, point here real quick, I want to make sure I get some of the comments so I don't ignore our friends here. Uh, so one comment said, could you imagine Allison Hannigan as MJ? <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, wow. It would have been a different... That's not a bad choice. I had a that, huge crush on her. She would have been a better <laughs> ultimate 
like an ultimate ultimate spider-man line mj i feel like because the ultimate spider-man like mj was a little bit more goofier and she wasn't yeah, like the exactly. popular kid so i okay. feel like that would actually work well for in that Ooh, regard but, i like but, that who I, said that who said that really great. um well i actually just got a notification generally from non-talk chat i will go ahead and get clarity on that in a second or two um and it's clarified it was actually the woman the myth the legend producer steph that made that comment <laughs> no, uh, steph also <laughs> said ahead, here Hey, uh, lines from the line, uh, lines from the movie. Hey, Parker, remember that time in science camp when you were bit by a spider? <laughs> yeah, I remember. That's time at science camp. <laughs> 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 perfect ultimate MJ. <laughs> oh, my God. That one uh, Eva, our friend here camp? said, I just saw James <laughs> as eye candy in the movie for my teen years. Uh, full, followed up by Joe Ma- uh, Maginello. I always screw up his last name. Manginello. Manginello, thank you. Uh, what was that, Joe? One second here. Something about that. <laughs> Couldn't believe he was Flash until years later. Um, let's see here. Cue ball one nine seven seven four zero says I I could picture Allison Hannigan as MJ. Um, let's see what else we have here. He also Allison was my crush from American Pie. So <laughs> there's a lot of good. I think she was a lot there. of people's crush. Yeah, they're yeah. uh, from Buffy. Not there. Yes. Oh God, that's also there a good go. point. God, I remember Buffy. Good, good times. Uh, so uh, let's go ahead and talk about. Um, so obviously we had. Copy. Thank you. Uh, so also in here, let's go ahead and talk about in regards to expectations because I, I understand that like we had a lot of fans of the film. I uh, had a lot of fans of the actual comic. Uh, but uh, Kenji, um, so your expectations actually seeing the film then and seeing the film now, do they pretty equivalent? And if so, why? Well, you see, when I was a kid, when I first watched it, I, I I still I still love it, you know. That the love for it still didn't hasn't died. It was the things that I was nitpicky about, like, oh, I don't like that this Spider-Man has weird hairs coming out of his fingertips. I don't like that he has organic webbing. I don't like that he's a little bit he kind of looks a little bit older. Or I don't like you know this, that, and the other. Like there was, I don't like that the Green Goblin's in a suit of armor. But like ultimately, like I'm looking back on it now, and it's like I still love the movie. And yeah, the gripes that I had were, you know, are, are are still, you know, valid gripes to have. But they worked so, they used it so well for the new No Way Home. You know, like all those things that I ended up having issues with, uh-huh. kind of ended up being used as like plot points. And I'm like, well, shit, now I can't hate it now, can I? Like, I'm not supposed to hate it because now it's a plot device. But but still, like with that hey, being Kenji, said, like, Kenji, you had to hold that pose like you were doing, like keeping your arms out, because uh, he was like, "Hey, I noticed that Kenji looks like he's been working out." Like, no, no, you had to, you had to, you had to oh, hold that. Right there, there you go. There, there you go. All right, I just, I had to insert that in there to comment over there. I had to make sure. Okay, I, 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 I'm getting a little self-conscious. Chill out, chill out. Okay, I, <laughs> don't chill out. All the love, please. Uh, bless, you're good. I, but yeah, ultimately, I think like. it's like my love for it's still the same you know i love it regardless you know like the gripes that i have are still there but they're now it's it's like it's like a it's like a parent looking fondly back on the nightmare child that they had before but then they get to see like the amazing the amazing person that they've become you know they're like you know it's like oh Okay. You used to be such a little shit. Uh, <laughs> you know, you really gave me a pain in the ass when you were doing this, but you know, I see you now, and you know, I'm really proud of you. I, I'm, you know, I'm, I look back on it, but you know. Wow. 
No, no, dude. I, <laughs> funny, but good. There's nothing wrong with that. You're good. You're good. <laughs> Carla, Carla. Uh, expectations of the film when you first saw it and compared to now. Are they equivalent, comparison, more or less? Explain. So when I first watched it, I was small. Do I look like <laughs> I've been working now? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. So when I first watched it, it was a, it, it opened a door to superheroes because I wasn't into comics or had no idea what they were. So this definitely opened a door into that universe. And uh, as I grew up, I, I fell in love with other characters. Uh, uh, and so I, as I watch this movie now, it holds up. But now I don't see it as a amazement. I see it as like, oh, it makes me it makes me laugh. It makes mm. me feel giggly. Like, oh my god, that's stupid. Or oh my god, oh my god. You know, it's more of that as opposed to cool. You know, but uh, all love, all love. Um, it holds up, and in No Way Home, it kind of um, rounds everything. Because if there if there was a, a plot hole, they did well in covering that very nicely. And you, because you know, I don't think the second one is better. I do enjoy it. I think that holds up even better. <laughs> <laughs> um, but and the third one, oh, don't even get me started on it. I have issues. I, that is the I do like child. the third one. I'm sorry. But, <laughs> That's how I, how Kenji was talking about the, the shit child. That's how I feel about the third the one. Child. <laughs> the shit child. The, the shit child. That's how I feel <laughs> with No Way Home. Like, oh, you're like, oh, I can't hate it now. Um, but, you know, uh, no, it's from there to now, uh, admiration to both. And I, I'm going to keep watching it. That's it. Right, right on. <laughs> Excellent, excellent. Joe, before I go into your and I comments real quick, I'm gonna go hop into the comments real quick here. Q did a little winky face. Is that oh Kenji, it must be the suit. Wink. <laughs> um Puma <laughs> does not play hopped in the room. It's Uma not Uma the suit. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is. It has muscles oh, painted on. Oh <laughs> man. <laughs> Airbrushing. Oh, man. I'm awesome. <laughs> all love, all love. Uh, we're gonna hop back in the comment section real quick. The woman, the myth, the legend. Uh, Puma does cosplay. Hello, she says. Oh my God, I made it. Kenji and Eva mentions. I love that the suit was in color, not black, like in X Men movies. And I hear that the suit was stolen while filming. Ooh, that's the Spider Man suit. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, oh there my was, lord. Were, yeah. Not just one. Like at least two of the suits walked walked off set. Well, I mean that's. But I would take one. <laughs> it's like, oh look, Joe. In my thing. <laughs> oh, by the way, I mean, Q mentions he is not mean. I mean. He is saying that you look badass in the suit. So Q uh, made a comment on this. I just, <laughs> just in general. So <laughs> really quick though, we're gonna hop back into this right here. Expectations, Joe. When you sell the film and now are the same. Yeah. Um, I had high hopes. I don't know about expectations because nothing had ever really been done like that before where they were, you know, trying to adapt Spider-Man seriously. I mean, there was the old TV show that was garbage. Not the animated one. The animated one was great. Yeah. There was an old stupid-ass 
I don't know if anybody ever saw it. I'm, I'm old, so it was like late 70s, early 80s. Where like the guy okay. on the wire, like climbed yeah. up the building. It was, it was horrible, it was <laughs> horrible. But anyway, there had never been an attempt at a genuine adaptation for Spider-Man. So I had high hopes because he was my favorite. I don't know what I actually expected. Um, I was pleased when I saw it, except for, you know, the nitpicks like Kenji has with the, the Green Goblin in the suit of armor was, you know, the organic webbing. I know why they did that. It was for story purposes and for effects and made it a lot easier. But uh, looking back on it, uh, having seen multiple other iterations of Spider-Man since then, I've realized that maybe I didn't appreciate it enough when I first saw it. And I do really like Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield was a good Spider-Man. Just same thing that Kenji said. He wasn't a good Peter Parker. He was too cool. He's riding a skateboard. He's popular. That, that's not Peter Parker. He's a Peter Parker is not dude. that guy. You know? I would never believe it. <laughs> no, Tom Holland's great. He's a good Peter Parker. He's a good Spider-Man. The suit blows. It's a Spider-Man does not have an Iron Man suit. I'm hoping that the new movie, the way they left him at the end of No Way Home, where he's poor and he's just putting on a cloth suit again. Joe. I'm hoping. What? I get it. I get it. Oh, yeah. I get it. I'm with you. Seriously. I'm Team Joe. Yeah, and, and that's where they <laughs> left him at the end of No Way Home. They left him broke, friendless. You know, he's going to be a struggling photographer now, trying to sell his pictures and make money. That's who Spider-Man's supposed to be. You know, and I'm really hopeful. Well, we're not talking about that one. But yeah, looking back, <laughs> I, really do, I do have a new appreciation for the, uh, the first Spider-Man movie, having seen the different ways they could kind of mess it up since then. Okay, right on, right on. Um, right. I, I'm sorry, I, I'm, I, I don't mean to like uh, pause when you guys say something and just listen to you guys. It's very interesting because like uh, coming from comic book fans, people having connections, nostalgia, people actually can, you know, actually currently cosplaying as Spider-Man. So, uh, and then me, I, I just come into it and, you know, expectations, to be honest with you, were there was nothing there. I, as a kid, or I say as a kid, as a teenager being introduced to my first Marvel movie, I was like, all right, so what, what's a superhero movie supposed to look like? Because everything else has been animated from, you know, Batman animated series to, you know, Justice, you know, Justice League, Justice for everything, just, just watching things all being cartoons and then actually this being the first live action film. I was like, this is pretty badass. So my expectations were pretty low at that time being to what they are now. Um, the crazy thing is, is that it still holds true for me. The reason why it still holds true for me is I have not seen a couple of additional films that I'm waiting to see. So I've been very, very, I appreciate you guys have been very passionate and yet not <clears throat> spoiling certain things for me. So I'm very hyped about the secret things I won't admit on here right now. However, what I, as in regards to, let's say who my Spider-Man is, um, it's, it's Toby. I can't, and my, my problem is, is that I wanted to go ahead and talk about Tom Holland, talk about the, the others and so forth. And, there's no bad things about those individuals who play Spider-Man in my opinion, in my, in my opinion. But growing up from what, you know, growing up in my teenage years into adulthood, the film is still holding true. I think to me, I kind of assume of puberty, just development watching the film, the way it was delivered, not the concept that was based off a of man or a, a kid going into his, you know, pubescent years, but the fact that it was actually like development of the film was like, ha! puberty and i just thought that it still in a sense was like all right a little weird 
a little, little creepy here and there, but uh, it had to happen that way. You know, it just had to happen to be what he is now. So <laughs> that's going to be my opinion of that per se. But our time's getting a little short here, but I want to make sure we touch base with all you guys where we can reach you. And I thank you guys for actually being guests on the show today. It means a lot every time you guys show up, bring so much to the table, and I appreciate it. Um, so, Kenji, where can we find you and your socials, my friend? Well, you can find me uh, on Instagram at, and on TikTok at at Kenjinator, which is K-E-N-J-I-N-A-T-O-R. Uh, on TikTok, you'll find me doing a lot of uh, impressions, celebrity impressions. Instagram is mostly uh, video game and cosplay stuff. And on Twitch, I do uh, D&D stuff on Sundays with my father. I am at the Kenjinator on Twitch, but my father's uh, campaign is at KDNLA. We do it uh, every Sunday at 3 p.m. Pacific. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. All right, Joe, where can we reach at your socials, my friend? Um, uh, my Instagram is badmojo underscore art. Um, that's where most of my stuff is. I do have a TikTok. It's pretty cool, too. Pretty funny. Uh, it's the same thing, uh, at badmojo underscore art. Uh, my Instagram, mainly cosplay you know, the fan film stuff we do with NerdBot, uh, my artwork, I paint, paint stuff. Your artwork's badass, by the way. Whoa, Thank you very Joe. much. This guy but, uh, is a freaking, yeah, we yeah, own check it, it out. great. Heck yeah, definitely. All right, Carla, where we can, where we can meet, uh, meet you at your socials, my friend? Um, just Instagram and Twitter, I guess. Uh, my Instagram's pretty like space content. I am very inspired. Oh yeah. Ooh, look at that. <laughs> I don't do art like that, but um, <laughs> uh, that's the way I sometimes cosplay. Uh, I play D and D. I talk about space, so I talk about that on Instagram. Awesome space. I don't have a TikTok because I guess once I get it, I feel like that's it. You guys won't ever see me again <laughs> because I'll be like on it nonstop. But, on nonstop. Uh, oh, the Instagram is Carla. Period. Isabel period 38 excellent heck yeah well um you can reach me at uh i a m c o w i e that is i am cowie uh it's my instagram account um acting uh, comedic lip sync you name and have fun just account i'm being a goof on have fun with that uh but um real quick here guys uh just remember that you could always listen to us in a podcast format um if you miss our live streams definitely touch base with us uh you can listen the next day on google podcast spotify or where you get your podcasts in general as well and before i miss here i don't want to mess up joe's fantastic painting dude that thing's hanging on the back wall i freaking love it Glad I found anyway it home. i've had that one for a long time <laughs> Oh, I love it. We By love way, it. Joe, and I can't believe you've been hiding that pain behind you this entire time. Oh, yeah. like, chilling behind me. Casually, casually. Oh, this. I drew this in. I drew this in five minutes. Are you kidding? <laughs> well, Joe is a. We have. We have a. We, we like his work. We got a few thing, few things that we are a big, big fan of. Um, but, oh, I'm sorry. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like us on Facebook as well here on Twitch. All our platforms are at Talk Network. Thank you, Producer Steph. You are amazing as usual. So thank you for being our foundation. We always love and miss you. Tune in. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> Tune into our next show, please. Um, where we will always discuss all the fun things by hopping, having some great noms. And so until then, I'm your host, Alejandro. Please tune in. And 
I will be hosting tomorrow as well. So I'll see you guys soon. You guys have a great one. Once again, guys, thank you so much for being with us on the show. Oh yeah, anytime, man. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks everyone.